Welcome everyone, once again, welcome to our visitors and welcome to members. Welcome to our Sunday service today. And I'd like to wish you all a happy new year. The new year has been quiet, I'm sure you will agree with me, but I really pray that this year that God brings forth his plans and his purposes for us and we will seek his kingdom first and his righteousness. That will be our focus, that will be our priority. And as we do this, we'll draw closer to him and we'll be refreshed and revived in our spirit to pursue God with vigor and with passion the way we should be. As we've entered this new year, and I know that some of us have entered it with mixed bag of emotions. Some of us were entering 2021 um, with happiness, with gladness in our hearts. Some of us were entering 2021 um, feeling a bit quiet, feeling a bit anxious. Some of us were happy just to see the back of 2020 and just welcome 2021. For whatever our stance is towards 2021, I'd like to encourage us this morning just to declare God's goodness over each one of our lives. Declare his goodness over our situation. Declare that this year will be a year of breakthrough for the different things that we're going through the things that are on our heart that we've been seeking the Lord for. It'll be a year of building, building those things that are not as though, but we're calling forth that we're calling them forth as though they are. A year of shaping, shaping those things that, those plans that God has given us. A year of preparing, preparing our hearts to seek his kingdom, seeking his kingdom for the things that he wants us to do, how he wants us to bring his kingdom to those that we're speaking to. I want to encourage us for us to prepare our hearts to pursue our Father in heaven for a shift in our situations. For some, the situation has been going on for ages. So let's, um, I want to encourage us for, to seek him so that our situations can be changed. And through that, we can see his kingdom come. As we prepare our hearts, we go through, there are different seasons that we will face. And one of the ways that I'd like to encourage us this morning to prepare our hearts is for our minds to be transformed by his spirit. And as we do that, we will align our ways with his ways. One of the ways that I um, like to transform my mind is by listening to worship. Worship really helps me. I listen to the words. I bask in the words because some of the words are based on his written word. There are different ways that we can also transform our minds through prayer, through God's word, through listening to worship, as I said, and speaking in tongues as well. Okay, when we're faced with um, challenges, our default mode is to retreat, is to isolate. But that's not what God wants from us. We isolate ourselves, we retreat from people, and sometimes even from God himself. But that's not how he wants us to be. He wants us to draw closer to him during these times. He wants us to really um, connect with him. He wants our hearts to be prepared to face these challenges that are ahead of us so that we can face the battle with him. We can connect to him through these times. One of my favorite um, worship music that I listen to, um, I've been listening to recently, is um, 
by Maverick City Music Promises. And this, really, this song, um, it really helps me to draw closer to God. The words of the song, um, part of the words of the song says, through the storms, sorry, though the, though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I'll remain steadfast and let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to pass. As I listen to this, I'm encouraged to be patient. I'm encouraged to learn to wait on him because we all go through storms. There are different storms that we will all go through, but it's just been encouraged that he's there. He's going to be steadfast in our situation. The words continue to say, I put my faith in Jesus, my anchor to the ground, my hope and my firm foundation. He will never let me down. Our faith is in Jesus. We, through this, we are declaring that he is our hope because our anchor, our anchor is, is, um, is in him and we're looking to him. We continue to um, look to him. We continue to receive from him because he's the one that's going to get us through this. There's another song that I like to listen to, which helps me to transform my mind, which is Gyra by Chandler Moore and Naomi Rains. And the chorus of the song says, Gyra, you are enough. Gyra, you are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Gyra, you are enough. Through this, I am declaring he is more than enough. He is my Gyra. He is my provider. The word Jehovah Gyra, <clears throat> but in the song they've shortened it called Gyra. The word Jehovah Gyra means the Lord will provide. The Lord will provide. As I hear this, I am encouraged knowing that my God, he will provide. The, we, we first see the word um, Jehovah Jireh in Genesis 22. And this is where God tests Abraham with his only son um, that him and Sarah have, Isaac. God tells Abraham in Genesis 22 to take his son, his only son, to a region of um, called Moira and to sacrifice sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain where he was going to show him. Abraham prepares the wood for the burnt offering. His son Isaac at some point inquires um, of his father, you know, where is this lamb that we are going to be sacrificing because that was customary to use an animal? And his father says to him, his father replies to him, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And God came through at the perfect time to stop Abraham sacrificing his son. God was testing him and he showed the obedience that God wanted him to show. In um, the NIV version, it says that Abraham called this place, the Lord will provide. In the King James version, it says that Abraham called the place, Jehovah Jireh and that's where we first see the word Jehovah Jireh because the Lord will provide whatever situation that we, we find ourselves in the Lord will provide the Lord will always come through for us we just need to make sure we're putting our faith in him we're putting our hope in him knowing in our hearts that he is our Jehovah Jireh 
this is more than enough for us. And as we start 2021, we will be filled with this, knowing that the God who is the same yesterday, today and forever, he will provide the situations that we find ourselves, he will provide. We just need to make sure that we're seeking his kingdom first and his righteousness. We're doing the things that he wants us to do. We're focused on him. The plans and purposes that he has for us, they will come to pass. The, the song carries on to say, forever enough, always enough, more than enough. Forever enough, always enough, more than enough. These words fill me with joy because I know he is my forever. He is my forever God. He is more than enough for us. Whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, he is more than enough. You know, um, I'm sure I've shared before that there was a time when we were in Dartford where we lived before and I was feeling a bit dissatisfied because we had three children at this point and we needed to move because we live in a two-bedroom flat. And I used to really bug the Lord, used to feel really down about the whole thing at times. And the Lord spoke to me that in all circumstances, I should feel content. In all circumstances, I should feel content. And when I, had, when I heard those words, I was filled with peace because I know that he is my Jehovah Jireh. He has spoken to me. So therefore, the, he will provide when we, he will make those provisions. The bigger place that we wanted to move to, that will come in time. And that was all I needed. That was all I needed. The place didn't come straight away. I think a few years down the line is when it came. But just knowing that he is on my side, my Jehovah Jireh, he is making the provisions for me. That was more than enough. As we look around, we're filled with despair, knowing in our hearts, sorry, as we look around, we're filled with despair because look at what's going on right now. We're looking around, we're thinking, oh my goodness, there's chaos here. And we're filled with despair. We're filled with um, lost hope. We're thinking, what is going on? But our Jehovah Jireh, he's always there. He will bring hope to us, hope to us in building those ministries that we want to build to fulfill God's mandate. Restoring our marriages, he is our Jehovah Jireh to bring hope into our marriages, preparing our children for his kingdom. He is our Jehovah Jireh to make those provisions for that. Leading our family and our friends to the road of salvation, our Jehovah Jireh will help us in doing that. Increasing our finances for the things that we need, he will make provisions for that. We just need to be laid, rest assured that yes, he will make a way for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Transforming our minds, it really fills us with hope and a peace. And knowing that our God, our Father, he has us in his embrace. When we transform our mind, it goes um, and we allow the spirit to do that. We're not allowing um, our own self, our carnal self, to lead us, but we're allowing God's spirit to lead us. We're not allowing carnality 
to lead us, but we're allowing God's spirit to lead us. You know, the scripture that says um, the flesh is willing, sorry, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. That is what transforming our mind does because the spirit is leading. The spirit is always um, leading. But when we lean on our flesh, it just weakens as we do things in our own strength. When times are hard, we feel discouraged. Or we just need to soak in his words. Part of the song, Jaira, it continues to say, I'm loved, sorry, I'm already loved, I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know that you've spoken, I'm already loved. More than I could imagine, and that is enough. When you're feeling lost, when you're feeling that there's no hope, you listen to worship that lifts you up. I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. It makes you feel that God is there for you. It makes you feel that you belong. You do not feel the despair. You do not feel the lost hope. You know that God is there because he loves you. He has chosen you already. And you know who you are in Christ, regardless of what is going on. Things may be chaotic around you, but you know who you are. Your father, our heavenly father, he is more than enough for us. He lifts us up through hearing these words. We are lifted up. Our spirits are lifted up. And as we hear these words, we link it to God's written words. These words, they heighten our spirit, man. And we begin to believe our spirit starts to live. It starts to brighten up. And these words, they suddenly become a rhema, our own personal rhema. Listening to worship songs that, list, that lifts us up, it becomes a rhema to our spirit. And then we start looking into God's word and we start believing it. We start um, speaking these words over us. Proverbs verse. Proverbs chapter four, verse 20 to 22 says, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. That's what God's word does. We just need to make sure we're paying attention to it. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Psalms 105, sorry, Psalms 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. His word leads us. Where his word leads us, we will go. John 15, chap, sorry, sorry, John chapter 15, verse 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. So that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. As we soak in these words, we start to believe. We are believing that, yes, he has chosen us. He has chosen us. We are with him. We are in his embrace. He has got us in his hold. 1 Peter chapter, so 1 Peter chapter 2. Verse 9, 
but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. We are basking in his presence as we shower in these words, as we soak in these words, they become a rhema. We start to understand and see who we are in Christ. The situation that we find ourselves in, yes, it's still there. It still may be there, but we are feeling stronger. We are filled with hope. We are trusting in the Father more. In fact, as we soak in his presence, we're soaking in these words, we're hearing him more and more, how to deal with situations, how to deal with things that we're finding ourselves in. And we're looking to him. We're serving him more. We're doing the things that he wants us to do because we know who we are in Christ. And no weapon formed against us will prosper because we know who we are in Christ. We know we are loved. We know we have been chosen by our heavenly father. Jeremiah chapter one, verse 45 says, before I formed you, before I formed you in the room, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. Before I formed you in the room, I knew you. Before we were born, the Lord knew us. He knew the kind of people we were going to be. He knew the kind of character we were going to have. He formed us. And this just brings me joy because I know he is for me. And if he is for me, no one can be against me, regardless. Romans chapter 8, 28, verse 28. And for we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. Our hope is being built up. Our trust is being built up through his words, through knowing that. And we know that those who love God, all things work together for his good. Because we know we love him, all things are working together. All things are working together for good, for our good. We'll start 2021 feeling a bit timid, feeling a bit anxious. But soaking in these words, we are filled. We're restored. We're ready we're ready to, to run with him, to walk with him, to do the things that he's called us to do, to serve him with such a passion, to fall in love with him all over again. Lord, have your way. Help us, oh God, to see you in the light that we should. Help us to embrace your kingdom and do as you've called us to do. Thank you, Father God. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 to 39 says, Now in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. I know and I am assured how much God loves me. Regardless of the storms that I may face, God loves me. Regardless of COVID-19 that is out there, God loves me. And he will cover me. He will protect me. 
from things that are happening. Romans 8, 31 to 33 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? If he is for me, who can be against us? Regardless of what is going on out there. He loves me so much, as it says in John 3, 16, that he gave us his one and only begotten son. For me, for you, that's how much he loves us. That's how much he wants us to be close to him. He gave up his only son for me. And because of that, I am assured that he is with me. Regardless of what is going on, he is with me and he will calm the storms for me. Whatever is going on, whatever is going on, I'm trying to build my business, but I keep getting, um, I, I keep getting drawbacks. Things are not going the way they should be going. But God is there for me. There is a reason why that is happening. And I know he's going to help me through this. I'm praying for my children and I'm not seeing the fruits of my prayers. God is with you. God is with you. Whatever is happening, God will calm the storm. I'm trying to build this ministry, Lord. And it's not going the way it should be. It's not going the way it should be. God is with you. God is with you. He knows what is going on. He knows the end from the beginning. He sees what is going on. We don't know the future, but he sees. Whatever situation we're in, he is there. He loves us. He chose us. The plans and purposes he has for us, we will see them come. We just need to focus on him, prioritize his kingdom, seek him first. And let us be obedient to his calling as he calls us. Thank you, Jesus. As we start to soak in his word, life is forming within our spirit. Life is forming within our spirit. The desire is growing. We're yearning for him more. Our minds are being transformed, aligning our ways with his ways, our will with his will. We'll begin to reach out to him. We'll begin to call forth his plans, calling him, oh Lord, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? Meanwhile, our situation is still the same, but this is what transforming our minds doing as we soak in his word. He's inviting us closer, drawing us closer to him. Thank you, Jesus. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. As we take in these words, the enemy's plans are foiled. His plans to keep us down, to keep us buried. In John 10, 10, his word tells us that the thief comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. And to destroy. 
For our Father has come to give us life and life in his fullness. So those plans that he has for us, they will prosper us. They will not harm us. That's the enemy's plans. Those plans that he has for us, they're there to give us a hope and a future. The battle that the enemy has to taunt our mindsets, he's slowly losing the battle. Our minds are being transformed as we're soaking his word. The enemy wants us to feel discouraged. He wants us to feel inferior. But no, God's word lifts us up, draws us closer to him because his plans are there to give us a hope and to give us a future. So as we transform our minds, foundations have been laid, strong foundations to seek him. Our hearts are yearning for him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. At some point, as I said, we will go through storms. We'll go through valleys, we'll go through hills. There are different seasons that we go through. But it is key that as we're going through this, that we're preparing our hearts to wither the storms. Matthew 7, chapter, um, chapter 7, verse 24 to 20, 24 says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew chapter four, verse four says, Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Let us look to his word. Let us build foundations. What foundations are we building in our storms? Let us look to his foundations. Let us lay his foundations. Let us soak in his word, whichever way. When we're feeling as though we're in a rut, whichever way we, we um, can to draw closer to him, for our minds to be transformed. Let us do that, whether it's through prayer, like I said, or listening to worship that lifts us up, or just sitting there, just reading his word. Let us continuously do this. so that we can draw closer and hear what he has for us. Other ways that we can help prepare our hearts are through seeking um, God, when um, seeking God for our breakthroughs. Seeking him for us to see our breakthrough, for those things that are in our heart that we've been seeking him for. Matthew 7, verse 7 to 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. 
But everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be open. As we continue to seek him, just bring our situations before the Lord. As we're crying out for the different things that are in our hearts, whether it's for our family, our nation, our church, whether it's for our, um, our businesses, whether it's for our ministry, our friends, different situation. Let us bring it before the Lord. Let us keep knocking on heaven's doors. Because those who ask, it will be given. As you seek, you will find. Those who knock, those doors will be opened for us. Another way is seeking God to help us to take the right path. This is sometimes very difficult because when we're in a bit of a rot, we are not normally in a right frame of mind. So sometimes we can make decisions that are not the right one. So it's just making sure that we're staying close to our father so that we can make the right decisions. Matthew 7 verse 13 to 14 says, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. The challenges we face shouldn't cause us to lose hope. It is better to face challenges on the narrow path with God than facing challenges on the wide road. I remember when um, back when we were in Dartford, and like I said, we we're in a two-bedroom flat and three children, it was getting a bit cramped. And I said to Mecca at one point, why don't we just rent out this place? move out um, and rent a bigger place. And my wise husband said, nope, we're going to wait for the Lord to provide and then we'll move. But sometimes when we feel we're desperate, we make decisions that we shouldn't be making. And we find ourselves in another situation. Sometimes we create, we keep creating these situations because we're not patient enough to wait for the Lord. And that's the next point, being confident to be paid, being confident and patient to wait. We're not patient enough to wait. Habakkuk um, chapter two, verse three says, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of an end and it will not it will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Waiting, being patient. Sometimes they're alien to us. I know it's been alien to me at times. You just want this thing just to happen. But there are certain things they take. A week, you pray, takes a week, sometimes a day, sometimes months, sometimes years. But the key is waiting on the Lord. Habakkuk says, though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Our delay is not God's delay. 
for God, it comes at the perfect time. So it's us learning to wait and being patient. Because this is what the enemy wants. According to our timing, things are, you know, things are taking too long. And the enemy wants us to get exasperated, exhausted with our situation. But we just need to wait on the Lord. We just need to wait. Though it lingers, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Thank you, Jesus. Believe in God's word will accomplish its purpose. That's another thing we're preparing our hearts. When we believe his word, knowing that it will accomplish its purpose. Isaiah 55 verse 10 to 12 says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word, verse 11, that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The building that we're waiting for in Sierra Medway, it will come. In God's time, it will come. The things that we're praying for, it will come. The family and the friends that we've been seeking God for, to see them saved, it will come. The children that we're praying for to see God move in their situation, to see God's spirit rise in them, it will come. Our youth, they will yearn for God. They will be passionate for the things of, this, of, this, um, of the spirit. They will be chasing after God. They will rise in his kingdom and we will see that happening. The things that we're seeking God for, they will come. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. We just need to look to him, continue to seek his kingdom and his righteousness, knowing that everything else will be added. The things we're seeking the Lord for, we will see them come to flourish. God's plan for us, it will produce the fruits that he intended. We just need to trust him and look to him. Why do I say that that's going to happen? Because our God is greater than anything else. Our God has won battles for us. As this new year has started, there is new hope. There is new strength. There is new grace, a new spirit rising up in us 
for our mindset to be changed, for us to see him the way he intended us to see him, for us to know and believe that the plans and the purposes that he has for us will come to flourish. Our Heavenly Father is who he says he is. Isaiah 43 verse 19 says, see I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. He is doing a new thing in 2021. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Yes, Lord, thank you. Isaiah 43, verse 3. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour, the Maker of heaven and earth. That's who he is, the Holy One of Israel, our Saviour, the Maker of heaven and earth. God is the one that watches over us. He's the one that will not allow the sun to harm us by day, nor the moon by night. He's the one that watches over our life. He will watch over our coming and over our going. He's the one that leads us and guides us. He's our El Shaddai. He's the Lord Almighty. He is our Adonai. He's our Lord and our Master. He is our Yahweh, our Jehovah. He's our Jehovah Raha. He's the Lord, our shepherd. He has all these names because he is our great God that will see us through 2021 and beyond. He's the one that's going to put a step in us. He's going to help us to transform our minds, prepare our hearts for what is to come. The battles ahead. He is the one that's going to help us through it. He is the one that's going to walk with us all throughout. He's our omnipotent. He's the all-powerful God. He is our omniscient God, for he is all-knowing. He is our omnipresent. He's everywhere, as Olu said earlier. He's our Abba Father. He's our King of Kings and he's our Lord of Lords. He is the Holy One. He's righteous and he is faithful. Thank you, Father God. Knowing all this, let us be encouraged that he's our Heavenly Father that's going to see us through 2021. He's our Heavenly Father that has our backs and will continue to form a hedge of protection around each one of us. We will walk with him through the battles. He is going to be there with us wherever we go. And we are encouraged to prioritize his kingdom to seek him first and making sure that our focus is on him.
that we're looking to him to lead us as we go along the way. His word will continuously light a path in our way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Father God, we just want to thank you. We just want to praise you. Father God, you search our hearts. You search our hearts, oh God, daily. Have your way, oh God, in our hearts. Help us, oh God, to prepare our hearts. Prepare our hearts, Father God, for what is to come. Prepare our hearts, oh God, for what is there. Prepare our hearts, oh God, to seek you, to seek your kingdom, to seek your kingdom first and your righteousness, to seek you always, Father God, day and night to seek you, to call out to you, oh God, Father God, prepare our hearts. Even in the midst of battle, help us, oh God, to seek you, to seek your face. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, as I commit each one of us to you, I pray, oh God, that your spirit will be within us. Your spirit will lead us. Your spirit will help us, oh God, in all things. Your spirit, Father God, will open our eyes and our ears to see you and to hear you. For us to hear your plans. For us to hear, oh God, what you have for us in this season, 2021, Father God, how you want us, oh God, to serve you, how, Father God, you want us to go about doing it, the people, oh God, you've laid on our hearts, how you want us to go about speaking to them, oh God, Father God, have your way, have your way, oh God, have your way, for those who do not know you, Father God, I commit them into your hands this morning, Father God. That they have heard from you, that they have received a personal rhema, Father God. For them to give their hearts to you, O oh God. For them to be lost in you, O oh God. For them to be led by you, Father God. Have your way, O oh God. Have your way. Have your way. Help us, O oh God, as a church to grow closer to you, to look to you. As a nation, O oh God, to look to you, to cry out to you, Father God. Daddy God, we thank you. Have your way, O oh God. Have your way in us. Have your way in our youth, in our Sunday school children. Have your way in them, O oh God. Draw them closer to you, Father God. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.